The following is an original audio series from Sierra International Machinery, Pile of Scrap, with your host, John Sacco. All right, we're back at it, ISRI 2023, with another episode of Pile of Scrap, and I am happy to welcome the Lavelle family, or husband and wife, Michael and his wife, Lindy. Welcome. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. I met you two at Con Expo because you are fans of the docuseries Repurposed. Your biggest fan. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Thank you. And you even loved it so much, Lindy. You said teachers of the school your kids go to need to show the kids this Pop. Absolutely. I think it's very important. Have it's they a, watched it? Have the teachers put it out there yet? We okay. did send it to um, one teacher. I'm not sure. I don't think she's gotten back to us yet. And the head of school also, she watched it. Yeah, so we're going to keep working on trying to push that out there. Well, see, what's really interesting meeting you folks is this, that you two have the same passion I have about telling the story about what our industry is and what it does and the fact without us, nothing gets built. And you guys have that same passion. So we meet, and and I'm like, wow, you guys have it. So has that always been since you got in, or is this something, did it, also one day you went, you know what, I, I'm going after it. What, what was it? Um, I think it's all we know, honestly. Like, we grew up in the scrap yard since I was a little kid, and um, her grandpa was in the demo business, so she was kind of always around trucks, construction, Etc. Um, and then when we met, she was driving a dump truck for me. And then I, I told her I was going to marry her the first week I met her. She thought I was joking, but everything. What did you think, lady? Hold on. I want to know I what thought you he thought joking. when he says that. What did you think? I did not believe him. Well, that's not the point. What did you think? Did you think, yeah, no, or yeah? Look at I me did. now. <laughs> <laughs> now, 10 years and three kids later. But nope, I did not believe him. Um, I have been in landfills my whole life, so I understand that it's very important to recycle material. So where he says I was driving the dump truck, I drove a hook truck, a concrete truck, and um, I'm very passionate. Are you working at the yard now still? Or um, you now just... I'm an online car buyer. So, yeah, she's involved heavily. That Oh, yeah, because you're buying the cars for your shredding operation. Yes, yeah. sir. So you're, you're an interesting dynamic, the two of you, because... Today in, in America, it's the monster companies that own so many of the shredders, okay? SA has 131 yards with, what, 27 shredders. Alter has something like 17, 18 shredders. And yet, here it is, the two of you, and you guys have a shredder. And you're one kicking yard, ass. One shredder, yep, and it's our life. We live it 24-7, never stops. Um, we actually bought a baler, this RV6000 over here on your booth, about 10 years ago. And so when I found repurposed, I had the email sent to me because I'm on Sierra's emails and that's how I found the video. And it's just the best way for people to realize what we do and how important it is. Cause I feel like, like junkyard scrap, it's looked at like a dirty, ugly, bad job or like we're the bad people, but right. it's so important to show people how important it is for the industry, for everyday living. for Absolutely. for You know, our daily lives, if we stop and we think, and, and, and repurpose, I'm hoping, has hit that message 
Because what we do, the materials, the metals that you process, from the iron to the copper to the aluminums to the stainless, okay? I do paper. I don't know if you guys do any paper. Um, but we can't live our lives. We don't grow food. You know, you guys are from Iowa, right? You're farmland. Exactly. How do you harvest food without steel? Because all those tractors, John Deere has their own foundries, and they buy their steel out of SSAB, a lot of their steel. Yep. And even, like I told you, uh, we met at Con Expo, even somebody that has a shredder that's in recycling, you don't realize even until, like, you guys put the John Deere tractor in there, like, you start thinking about it, like, wow, it's even, like, down to food. Like, it made me even think deeper than I normally did, somebody that does it every day. And imagine what the general public that has no idea about any of this, how do they look at it? Well, I could tell you... Um and you know it too because you've shared it. The classic response is always, I had no idea. They have no idea that the car they drive has so much recycled content in it that you're not building it without the recycled materials industry. So I want to bring out a point. You said the junk business, the recycling business, the scrap business. We're changing those words because you know, words matter. So when you say junk or you say scrap or you say people think of ugliness. They think negative, very negative. But when you say, hey, we're in the recycled materials industry, well, what's that? What are you recycled? Iron, copper, aluminum. They go, great. Well, where, where do you go with it? I go, what? and that's when you, it opens the door to tell people your appliances, your doorknobs, your car, your hospitals. Build a hospital without recycled materials. You cannot. Hospital beds. How about the, the scalpels made from the nickel alloys, the stainless operating table? All the medical devices that have aluminum stands with the copper wire, you just can't do it. So the health of a nation depends on our industry. The security of our nation. Exactly. How do you have a military without what we do? You can't. So yeah. you were telling me a story. Now we'll go to a little bit on military. You guys live on 40 acres of land, and, and, you, and you go out and you target shoot with your kids, right? Yes. Yep. Tell us what you tell us about what your kids are doing now after they target shoot. They go down in the rock gardens and pick up all the sh bullet shells. They have their own Ziploc bag with their names on it, and we take it to work, and they realize how much it weighs, and then they get the cash for it. They literally, like, freak out. To, they fight over picking up the shells because they want to recycle the brass and get the money. And they you also have a pop them. machine. Yeah, they have a pop machine in our non-ferrous warehouse. So she like loads the pop machine, and they get the money off the pop machine. And they have trying a to teach account. them the responsibility of one making a living, and two, they get to go over see the employees, the customers, and just how important it is, you know, to go over there and do the labor and get the money out of it and learn the whole process. Have your employees watched repurposed? Oh yeah, I've sent it to all. Yeah, all okay. The and the reason everybody. why I say that because. When I showed my employees this, they, they, they also said, wow. It blows your mind. I had no idea this is what we were doing. And then they say, I am so proud to be part of this industry. And, you know, it, it's, it, labor's hard to find. But when we can get people who are proud to work in an industry that is really all about sustainability, we can attract people. Yeah, and just starting out with a positive, every morning you have to have that positive outlook. I feel like so much negativity and everything. If you can get your employees motivated, positive, to step out, and let's do this together. We're, we're all doing this. It's bigger than just me and her. This right. is our deal. 
they take pride of it and they treat it like their own because they're like it's we're all a family, part of a family. Well, you know, we win I, together, we lose together. I, I'm it, you know, I'm second generation. My dad was an immigrant from Italy, 1935, came to America after World War II. He and his partner, they were, we were more in agri packaging and dealing with rags, recycled rags and and fiber products, but it morphed into metal recycling and then it morphed into an equipment company. But you know, it's 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 the basic premise that our industry is the start of the manufacturing chain. Without us, you, look, how many millions of dollars of equipment? And that's the steel. Look at the steel in this exhibit hall. Everybody in this hall is a badass. You look at scrap guys, you know, everybody, successful people, this equipment, all the stuff. People frown upon the scrap business, but it's really, I think it's the baddest guys in the, in the whole industry. Nobody's going to outwork us, I promise you, nobody. Well, the, the, the uh, director of Repurposed, I've known him, I've been dealing with Darren, we've been working together since 2010. Darren has said this is the most badass industry, and here's a guy I not agree. in it, right? Yep. But he thinks this industry is so badass because people work. It's they're, the most hardcore people on the planet. They're hard, but it, it's okay. Just because you get dirt in your fingernails doesn't make an industry dirty. Exactly. Because the mills that use our product to make new metal products are saving huge on CO2 emissions. Energy reduction. It's not dirty. We're takes saving grit. the environment. It, it takes, takes grit. grit. Episode one, yeah. <laughs> I've watched every one of your videos. Yeah, and I've even seen where, I think it was your dad, like you said originally, I was forced into the scrap business. I didn't have a choice. It was, you go to work every day, you have to make money. This is what we do, this is what you're going to do. I didn't have a choice. I want my kids to have a choice. Hopefully that I'm successful enough where they go to a nice school. If they want to do something different, I want them to do something different. Because I tell all my employees, if you're not happy here, if your heart's not in it, I don't want you to be here. So I remember the video where you said, um, you originally didn't want to go into scrap. That's right. And your dad said, oh, you're a salesman? Sell this baler. He asked me, okay. And then you got pulled in. Yeah, well, here's what it was. Um, I went to USC. I graduated in 1984. And uh, I was in the, when I got out my first job, $250 a week was my 1984. My weekly salary was $250. You got to love that. And um, I was out calling on the farmers because we sold uh, agri agri packaging supplies plus we had the metal recycling i didn't know anything about metal recycling i really didn't i thought if the magnet stuck to it it had to be more valuable because <laughs> the magnet sticks to it well <laughs> i learned a by the pound uh, yeah i yeah. learned a lesson that way so anyway um my dad was um and he we dabbled in a couple of the machines not not many and in 1986 he um sold the agri packaging and i was going to go work for a mcdonald's i, I wanted to buy a mcdonald's that's yeah, because right, I yeah. didn't know anything about brass, copper. I just didn't. Okay? It really wasn't my thing. So he comes into my cubicle, looks over, and goes, What'd you take at SC? Marketing? I went, Yeah. He threw the brochures on my desk. He says, We'll market this machine. So you and I kind of had the same. Sell this. Yeah. Here's this pen. Sell it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, sir. But, but the thing is, is you and I kind of got into the same. I don't begrudge it. But I'm like you, I, you know, my daughter's uh, 24, going to be 24 here, and she works for Fox Sports. My son's at TCU, and, 
he's an amazing golfer and I want him to chase his golf dream because it's his dream. He loves it. It's a passion. So mama, okay, let's, let's get back to you. You've been signing for your kids. What do you want for your kids? I mean, you grew up, look at you, you've driven trucks, you in this industry, your hands have gotten dirty as well. Now you're a mother of three. Okay. You're in a six, you guys are successful besides happiness. And when you look at your kids, what do you want from that? What do you want to encourage them to do? Well, we are both so passionate about what we do. I don't think there is an option in my mind. I think they will follow what mommy and daddy do. How old are your kids? Nine, seven, and four. And my nine-year-old and my seven-year-old are competitive swimmers. Um, they're Boys, in girls? Girl, boy, then girl. Okay. The girl, the oldest two are in girl competitive swimming. Mercedes, All right, Mercedes. Michael the third is an M3 BMW. And then Porsche is our youngest. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Now tell us the story about you. You have a Ferrari and you use it for marketing, right? Yeah, so... When we started out, like, I don't know, I don't know if I've heard any success story of when someone starts a shredder, like how, you know, it's, it's always hell coming out of it till you figure out the learning curve, the competition, the marketing, the spare parts, finding the crew to run it, figuring out, dealing with the mills, the, you know, selling your orders. So when we started out, obviously it was, it was a horrible struggle. It was the hardest thing like we've ever done in our lives. And... But once you feel like you kind of like get going and you get a little extra money and, and stuff's working, I said, you know, a lot of people talk shit or poke phone and said, yeah, these guys aren't going to make it. Well, once I felt like we were doing good enough, uh, she sold her rental house and said, you work so hard, go buy your dream car. Like, go get this car that you've wanted forever. So I buy a bright red Ferrari and I put Shred the World down the side of it. And people are just like, what the hell? But to me, I would not have that car without Shred the World. So and I want everybody without to an know incredible that's, wife. That's and her, yeah. That's the amazing story. She pushed me and helped me to get where we are, obviously. Um, without her and my kids, I would I could have been a tow truck driver making hundred grand a year and just been satisfied in life. Never went any further. She said, get out there and do something, make it happen. And that's where now I want to build the empire. I have everything I want in life. I just want my wife, my kids to be happy. And like you said, I don't care what profession <laughs> or job they go into. I just want my kids to be happy and successful. Yeah, I, that's... And give yeah. them the option. Yeah, give them the option. You know, so I, I, I tell my son and I tell my, my daughter that she, she's here this week. And she uh, came from the NASCAR race, uh, Martinsville, and because uh, she works on the live TV thing, not in front of the camera, but the whole thing. And she's going to Talladega on Thursday to, because of her job. But she loves coming to Israel. I know she likes it. My brother last year goes, Giovanna, do you want to come in? Not, she's not ready yet. She's not ready yet. My son, I, I had to join a country club in Fort Worth so he can chase his golf dream because he got frustrated in September, I go, how's it going with golf? He says, Dad, he goes, not real good. He goes, I have nowhere, I, go, I have to go to practice at a municipal court and I can't go course and I can't go out on a course and play. And I said, I'm gonna join the club because he's a really good golfer and he oh, yeah. loves golf. So he got to experience playing with an actual PGA Tour member, ranked 30th in the FedEx Cup this year. 
got to play with him Sunday. In fact, John Carl's got to know him, and he said, "Hey, John Carl, be on my team today because they have that. They have this game at the club." That's amazing. That that experience right there could change a kid's life. And, and that see, he was so thrilled in his voice when he talked to me. So you know, it's like I don't care if they come into Sierra, but if they're thrilled and happy of what they're doing, isn't that what we want as parents? Yes. Exactly. I mean, it, it, but I think it's great. I mean, look, I mean, you two. So are you at the office every day early? Well, you're, you're selling car. Where are you buying and selling car? Online? Just at home? I mean, I have a cop computer mount in my Escalade. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'm joking. Doctor's appointments. I'm, I'm always on She's the She's on the laptop nonstop. Like, um, we literally... I did cross-train some office girls, so I'm able to sit here right now. Otherwise, I would be on IAA in Des Moines. Um, but... I'm always on it. And the nice part is, like, all we do is run the numbers, break down, you know, what's the car worth, what can we shred it for, what's the converter average, what's all this stuff. And the nice thing about her is she understands the shredding business and the scrap business because it's all I talk about. Like, literally 24-7, we could be at the bar at midnight tonight, and I'm probably going to be talking about work. Just It's just... That's all I know. That's why I said but you're I, I don't know anything about it. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. And you, obviously, Lenny, you love it too. I mean, She's let's addicted. face it. Yeah, she you, loves you, it. I, I know it because when I met you in Con Expo and how you were telling me about repurpose and how you were, it, it's because not the show was what was making you excited. What was making you excited was the fact that, hey, I get to finally tell the story of what we do. And can I share it? And I said, well, of course you can. Now, well, hold on. You said something, and I, got, I, I, don't wanna, I, I was going to miss this, but you're, you're running numbers. So you, we meet at, in Vegas, and you send me a link to your website. I loved it. Thank and you. And numbers, it's, the spinning it's a huge numbers. It's coming from you, obviously. But, yeah, the role of the numbers, I don't, it, just, it just reminds me of, like, think about the casino when people get hyped up about winning money. To me, it's when they're scrapping, selling that copper, selling that car looking at their ticket. We're all rolling numbers, we're rolling money, and it is exciting. Well, but it's a great innovative website. I loved it because it was like, I have never seen anything like it. Look, you know, websites are, can get stale real quick. And we're gonna Especially revamp. scrap websites. I feel like they're just dull. Like I wanted to like market that and let's make right, it let, let, cool, let's make it exciting. I want you, okay. You have a voice right now. And this podcast, people listen to this podcast. I have more I'm people. well aware. <laughs> people stop me in elevators and places I've gone to say, hey, I love your podcast. So you've got amazing. a voice right now, Michael. Tell the people who listen something they need to know and what they need to be doing about telling our story. Like you said, I think everybody looks at scrap or recycling in a negative manner. I think it's absolutely amazing. I love my job. I'd rather not be doing anything else on the planet. We can make it fun. We can make it positive. Let's make it marketable. Let's let's make a brand, right? Shred the world, black and red, Ferraris, G-Wagons. Like, we can work hard and we can get anything we want in life if we put in the time, run the numbers, work hard. Let's make it something unique that not everybody else is doing. That's so awesome. It doesn't have to be dull or boring. I think scrap is just fucking awesome. 100%. Well, it is. It's just, it, it takes grit. I mean, it, you, you yeah. got to be a gritty human. But again, it's just, our country's independence depends on what guys like you and the women like you do every day in our industry. Because 
How are we going to have independence? How are we going to build our roads and our infrastructure and our military, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, without what we do? And but I love the fact that- She does an amazing job, you know, like as my wife, we've had people say like, oh, you guys are together too much. 24 seven, we're shred the world. It never shuts off. When you own it and you love it, it never shuts off. And you love it too, right? Absolutely. All right, so you got a voice right now. People are going to hear you, Lindy, right now. Tell us. Give them the woman perspective. Once a year, <laughs> our children in every school go outside and pick up trash. I think they should be educated on metal and recycling more than just the trash. Like you said, the blue bin. I think we should teach the children that. I love that. I, I, so it starts with them. If they They're pick up future. a pop can, if they pick up yeah, a piece so of metal. Yeah, so we teach them now, maybe this can be, all be better in 10, 20 years. Maybe it won't be looked at ugly anymore. Well, I feel like with the two of you, I have a new, I have a team, more teammates to spread the word. It takes everybody. I want to thank the both of you because really, I love it, your passion. I love how you want to get out there and spread the word, get out to the kids, start teaching them. See, I love that. It, 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 I, it's just undeniable. And you know what? I, I feel like with the two of you, we will have this relationship and we will help spread the word. It starts with some, starts with one, then two, and then it spreads. Exactly. Keep spreading the good word. Keep doing what you're doing. Be safe at what you're doing. You know, thank you for coming here, sitting down with me, and giving us what I think is an exciting podcast of, of passion, a passion about our industry. And you guys are young. Yeah. We got a long ways to go. Yeah, you do. Thank you, Lindy. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I just, it's just so, what a great podcast. Well, thank you again. And that's it for another episode of Pile of Scrap, ISRI 2023. This has been a Sierra International Machinery original audio series. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast and make sure to subscribe.